what is good to find dolls and to find sir so Another episode of, you know, musings of a divine feminine. I'm definitely not every um, prototype that is for certain, um, especially when I listen to other content creators. I can see where I'm a little bit more Scorpio style with it, Virgo rising style with it, Pisces moon with it. And you're probably going to see something in the title, but I so agree with the husband of this pastor um, and when I tell you unapologetically, the scorpionic, unforgiving part of me is, um, I, I, I'm going to go into why. So, um, I think that because a lot of us run the same circles, we kind of cover the same topics from different angles. And I, I try to, to shy away from cut and pasting what other content people are, are doing because, for one, I'm a different personality, so really, I should be picking up different stories than the masses, right? So, I don't need another... Let, let's put it this way. I wouldn't have you go copy what I say about certain studies, um, stories, or certain books, or whatever. Um, and I'll probably find a better way to have my own stories that I cover, but anyways, what I'm, what I, the point I'm getting at is uh, several content creators have talked about this. So you will have heard this story, but it was about a uh, pastor that was slain. She, um, it was a woman, it was a black lady, and um, it was actually people that she had helped. I, uh, one of them was an adult and um, he had two minors with him. And they followed her to her house. And it was so sad. You know, it's my first time hearing him. Maybe I can play the clip for you so you can hear the audio. But what's fascinating is, you know, the adult children, her children are saying, well, oh, you know, we want to forgive the we want to forgive them. We don't want them to have a harsh penalty. We don't want them to have to suffer, you know. And she said, if we, if we impose a harsh penalty, I will have learned nothing from my mom. And the husband, right? If, if I keep it 100% with you, 100% with you, one of my fears, and I've talked to my parents about this, is that if anything ever happened to me, my, my parents are Christians. And I really think that they would forgive those motherfuckers, right? And um, I think what brought up that conversation was when um, the Claude guy, John Claude, um, the guy that was eating his ice cream in his apartment and Amber Geiger um, pretty much assassinated him, broke into his, his apartment and shot him multiple times in the comfort of his home. And I think in between that one and there was another story of a of a young woman that she was shot and killed at home too. Same thing in the comfort of her home. It really that was a troubling time for me because it's like, you know, you try to do everything right. You know, you try to make sure your tail lights are working and you know, um 
you're using your signals and driving the right speed and doing everything you can to just stay out of the gaze of, of law enforcement, right? Um, and so, but with that being said too, you just try to stay away from people that um, do criminal activity. So I've talked a little bit about how things have changed even in, in the county I'm in. Home invasions are up 70%. All of this in a neighborhood where we're comfortable with, with each other. Some of my, my neighbors keep their garage doors open. My parents have left their car door open. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for the most part, we try to lock down windows and doors and everything and that type of thing. But you always have this criminal activity where you just never know, you know, when it's your time, when somebody just takes you out. And um, I talked to my parents and I told them, you know, with you guys being Christians, it's like you go and you forgive this person and you hug them type of a thing. It's like that would make me really sick to my stomach. I would be dead. Right. I'm probably rolling in my grave. And so my my dad assured me he's like, no. Um, you know, we would, we would demand justice, but I think it it really took that conversation to let them really know, like, if anything happens to me, I really need to make sure that you make sure that they have the most severe punishment, because I can tell you, and it's almost to the point where I've ran up on people on behalf of my brother, but I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore, too, because it's like, they need to figure out their own stuff, but if anything happens to my parents or my niece, you better believe I'm going to be in court. There is no forgiveness. There is no soft sentences. I'm going to play the, the, the clip so you can hear it. But I actually agree with him. I think that, you know, and, and, and so I started off this podcast talking about I am a prototype of a divine feminine. I actually... Uh, can already imagine there are going to be other people who are going to talk about this and they're going to take the forgiveness route and or be more compassionate. And that's when I say, you know what, there's someone for everyone, right? There's someone for everyone, but I'm not that. And one of the, I was kind of like laughing at my own joke type of thing, but I am not Jesus. I am not Jesus. I am not Cesar Borgia. I am not Muhammad. I am not, you know, some white male or some male Jesus, I'm not. If if you want forgiveness, then you go to him directly. But as for me, if you come from my family, you better trust and believe I'm gonna ask the judge for the to to punish you to the fullest extent of the law. Because that's someone that I cared about. That is my family. That is someone that I cherish. And their life was valuable to me, right? And if if I were married and something happened to me, I would want my husband to avenge my justice, you know, um, and, 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 and it's really hard because I get the sense those are not his kids. I think those are his, her kids from another, um, relationship, but I really want to say shout out kudos, kudos to him, you know, condolences in the loss but it's like I love how adamant he is about it because you know you're gonna hear it when he talks about it. he's like that was my wife 
you know i think that it's really weird when i think about me coming out of out of quote unquote christianity um just how mine worked i was and again i think you know let me try to be respectful with that too because i do like how some of the other um women like address this um you're entitled to it. I used to be in it. I think what is fascinating to me is how far I've come because at one point of time I would have been, you know, the forgiving type and would have, you know, I I don't know that I would have visited you in jail or put money on your books or asked the judge for a light sentence or um, that type of thing. But I could tell you right now it's not going to happen. Let me play the recording. Um, this is from W R E G News. I'm doing two things at the same time. Let me do this real quick. W R E G Hold on. News Channel 3. Um, it says slain pastors has been once teen prosecuted. Teen suspects prosecuted to the fullest. And so as I'm um, reading the title again, too, I think that w- what's on the table is the teens, the 15-year-olds, should they be prosecuted as adults? And remember, I've been talking about how Age of Aquarius is about the individual. So any protections that we had, you know, that um, under Age of Pisces, and this is just my opinion, um, anything that we would hide under the collective is kind of like, oh, you know, other black people are doing this or other white people are doing this or all teenagers are covered under this or all women are covered under this or all men are Now you have to stand on your own. And I know not a lot of people are going to like that. And I know that there's going to be people that are going to say, but well, it's a minor. But well, listen, murder, murder, right? You already know how I feel about aggravated assault. To me, based on the different stories I have seen, it doesn't take a lot for me to put two and two together and figure out that there's a pattern. It's like the right foot of aggravated assault. The left foot is murder. Somebody's the next round. Either they're going to kill you or you and themselves. Right. <clears throat> and I think that even at 15, if you have the wherewithal to actually take someone's life. There is no rehab. There is no reform. And you need to send a a loud and clear message, you know, that there are consequences. I think, yes, you teach children, you know, but the best way to teach them is to make an example. And I think that, you know, then you're going to introduce people that are going to say, well, their, their full frontal cortex hasn't been developed yet, right? Um, they don't definitely, they don't know full right from wrong. Um, and I think what's going to be interesting with this one, I'll probably try to follow it a little bit more, is because there was an adult involved. It seems as if he, you know, he's already going to be facing the consequences for what he did. But the, the issues with the minor. So let me just play this real quick. Hopefully you can hear it. Um, the husband of a Mid-South pastor killed in a carjacking is calling for justice to the fullest extent for two 15-year-old suspects with lengthy criminal records. Hello, I'm Greg. See, and that's another thing, too. Lengthy, lengthy, lengthy. 
um, criminal records. And <clears throat> I'm if I continue to do these stories, I think that I'm going to just show the pattern, right? Because it's very important to me that I'm not just pulling something out of my my ass. Yeah, I'm going to have my opinion on certain things and it's going to be shaped by, you know, my upbringing and the way, you know, something's the way I perceive in a certain way. But <clears throat> one of the things I was just saying before is I've noticed a pattern. And usually when you, by the time you get to aggravated assault, you already have a history of stuff like carjacking and theft and, you know, um, assault and, and all those type of things. So the, this is not, this is not some type of, um, person that, you know, somebody swayed them into this. You better trust and believe that for all the reform conversations that they're having with these kids, it's like, Somebody already sat down and told them what, you know, the path that they're taking is not the right one. Pay attention to the fam, you know, the people that you keep around you. And, you know, pretty sure they got several slaps on the wrist. And I don't think that this is the time to kind of back off on it. Right. Let's. And, and like I said, when I do feature stories, you're going to start to see me aggregating, compiling actual true evidence of why this is not a good idea so let's just go through this again greg hurst hi i'm stephanie scurlock today the victim's children ask for forgiveness for the suspects wrg shay simon talked to past see and the thing is forgiveness i'm going to listen to this a second time with you here it's not even like to say an even lighter sentence just forgiveness like what the hell i i think it's low-key disrespectful like, this person took your mom out. It's just straight up disrespectful. But, like I said, I mean, you know, same thing that happened with the with the Claude guy. You know, I think it was disrespectful of them to, to, to hug Amber Geiger. And at that point, they might as well have just pissed on his grave, in my humble opinion. Right? <laughs> but let's carry on. A Tori Eason Williams' husband, who feels quite different. I'm here, living a nightmare. A nightmare that replays for Darrell Eason Williams. She was out there in the yard till a minute, seconds, minute later, they came knocking on the door. Feet away from the living room, Darrell's wife, Pastor Atura Eason Williams. And I want you to understand just how egregious a lot of these things are. It's not something to be light, hard, like, like taken light, lightly. They legit hunted and stalked her down. Like, I mean, the same way a predator would hunt its prey. They followed her home. You know, whatever happened to the thought process that your home is supposed to be a safe place. It's supposed to be your sanctuary. These people saw her driving a car and they decided that that's what they wanted. Complete disregard for her life. Right. And followed her home. That is just not something to be taken lightly. And and I've been talking a little bit about what it would be like to serve on a jury duty. Listen, I don't know what they think their jury of peers is going to look like, but I think it's really concerning too when you have to think about the 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 children asking for leniency and the husband asking for um punishment to the fullest extent of the law. So let me just finish this. 
Williams was shot and killed in broad daylight in her driveway. Wednesday, 20-year-old Eduard Rodriguez Tabar was charged in her death, joining two 15- Okay, so he's 20 years old. 15-year-olds also charged with first-degree murder. Me, her sister Gwen, and Trisha, we do not want these three individuals back on the streets. Good. Okay, so it's him and her, sis his, her sister, and I don't know who Trisha is, but I'm glad that he's not in this alone. I'm glad that her sister wants justice for her, too. Like I said, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I think something is, like, legit screwed up with the kids, right? Like, let's just keep listening. Oh. They shouldn't have been on the street anyway. Boom. District Attorney Amy Wyrick has filed a petition to have the teens tried as adults. Ethan Williams says that is what justice looks like for his wife, despite her adult children's plea to have them stay in the juvenile system. If I were to say, throw those children under the jail, charge them as adults, give them a death penalty, send them to jail forever, I would not have learned anything from my mother in 31 years. I don't care nothing what the kids said all of that is null and void what mad i'm her husband and what matters to me is that they are prosecuted to the fullest a call for justice that derail hopes is answered with the law's toughest sentence so no other family has to experience his and that's the point right to what degree are you selfish i i i really you know I'm at a point, I've mentioned this before, I can respectfully agree to disagree, and I think that it would be nice to have a soundboard. I actually do not mind having somebody who thought the differently to me in the sense that um, there are some things I can become amenable to or kind of understand a little bit more maybe not even be persuaded or change my mind but i could see their point of view and to me this is so weird because part of what he's trying to do also is not even necessarily avenge justice for her but to make sure that this doesn't happen to any other families right so what is love right because if you talk about um, forgiveness and love. What is true love? Does true love let these three monsters. So obviously I'm speaking from a point of bias. Back out on the street to wreak havoc again like we know they're going to do. Or is love. Making sure that we keep these three accountable. So that no other person no other husband no other wife no other child cousin sister auntie you know i talked about when i was on jury duty and the screening process they taught uh, one of the questions was have you or a family or uh has you or a family member ever suffered a violent crime and i mean it was just every other person Uncle killed, sister killed, son-in-law, brother-in-law. I think I mentioned uncle, aunt. It was just the the lady next to me. You don't cry. You can't. And she just said, "Jeez, what? what? 
how many more people are we going to subject to these type of of things, right? And that would be my question. If if love is the highest frequency, right? Because that's what the the card that that's the trump card that Christians are going to pull. What is love? Is it more loving to to say, you know, because this is the thing when when people say, well, well, Jesus would have forgiven. Jesus would have, um, what do you call it? Um, died on the cross for them, right? Here's the thing that that still had to be paid. There's still consequences of sin is going to be death every single time. And I'm going to stretch it a little bit because I've been so long out of that, that whole business. But I'm going to even just, this is not theological or from some seminary or something, but... Um, the forgiveness is when you get to them pearly gates, but when you're here dealing with people, right, um, in this 3D world, you gonna get those consequences. If you are gonna to summon a contract between you and God, let them work that out between them and God when they cross over and you know get to them pearly gates. But as for here on this earth, no. Let me finish. It's like what? Maybe like another 14 seconds. It's pain. In Memphis, Shay Simon, WREG, News Channel 3. And police say they have security video showing the three suspects following the pastor into her driveway before she was shot and killed. Yeah, that's that's mad foul. Um, let me see if I can just look through some comments here. Yeah, poor guy. You can tell he... Is truly living a nightmare. And then here's one of this this comment. It says, this is the work of lenient judges striving to keep habitual violators on the street to harm the unsuspecting public. Right? The revolving door of justice releases these monsters back into the community that imprisoned them. And surprisingly, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and say it too. It is what it is. But I've mentioned before in my community, it's predominantly Caucasian, but the most of the crime is um, Hispanic. Um, the where the the like the black community is maybe like 20, 30 minutes from where I live. You know how every there's pockets. And then in the community that I live, there's like two, two of us or yeah, two of us. Um one black guy over on the other side with his white wife and then one neighbor she's divorced now but she had a, a black husband here and then for a good several blocks were the only right but most of the crime in this area is hispanic and so the um the the people who did this they are hispanic all three of them are hispanic um says salute to the husband he's got no love for those roaches his reckless kids Oop. i'm reading these i just kind of did this impromptu so i haven't read these ahead of time it says his reckless kids need to shut tf up pretending to know what they're talking about just like these judges they're part of the problem and so and so for as much as i talk about stuff and say i'm unforgiving i think that i could 
I think what the Christians would say is, well, you can't call them roaches and, and call his kids reckless. Um, I could probably call them a couple other things, but if if I don't call them roaches, I still think they need to be held accountable. Let's just leave it at that. Um, yeah, here's this one. It says, I get forgiveness, but one must be accountable for their actions. Turn the other cheek means to forgive, not to let people make a damn fool out of you. Yes, I think I wanted to make that point, too. Right? Love is blind and therefore must be guided by a balanced and sober mind. They must be held accountable. Far too many criminals are being released into society only to do the same or worse. In prison, they will still have life, and that's more than what they gave the pastor. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for the unrighteous. Here's another one, and I agree with this. It says, forgiveness does not mean the lack of consequences. So I've given my thoughts. I'm going to just finish reading. I'll end this at 30 minutes, but let's just see what else it says here. Now, this is interesting. Mm. It says, and and the grammar is a little bit off here, so um, I'm going to try to see. It says, too bad. The judge won't actually heed the impact statement of this victim. I'm sure the judge will render a time-served sentence and actually release the murderers without delay. So I don't actually remember if they mentioned when his um when this happened. Um, because in most cases, like when I was um again at the courthouse, the 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 person that was on trial. He had murdered the person back in September. So that's... That was nine months out. So it, we're looking about maybe it's been a year from since they were um, arrested and or um, charged. And um, and so that means that they would be released. And we have seen this before. That's why they, they have this in that comment. I love this part here, too. This is from another woman. It says, this man is amazing. He's a real man who loved his wife, and he only seeks justice. And I so agree. And this other person, another woman, says, I agree with the husband. Um, yo, I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, it says, I sat with the pastor's husband. Those three criminals should be given the maximum punishment for their crime. Condolences, and may she rest in peace. Yeah. What? Oh, hell no. Listen, this this is a racist comment. And if I were to actually read it, you'd be surprised what she's saying. Okay, this is what she So she says, finally, an African-American after my own heart, treating violent criminals leniently and letting them go on to wreak havoc and breed and make even more of their ilk is something we can no longer afford to. Mm-hmm. And her mm-hmm, is Olivia. You, and she has her picture there. Blonde hair, blue eyes, pale type of thing. Um, what does she mean by finally an African-American after my own heart? If she don't go sit somewhere. It says, um, ooh, ooh. Now check this out. And 
this person has a point. The husband needs to rewrite his will. His daughter sounds suspicious. I think that, um, you know, whatever the wife has in place is what it is. But I think I agree with them, too. Like, he needs to rewrite that will. Like, it's just straight. I don't see how it's any other way but disrespectful. In the last two minutes here, let me just see if there's someone that can give insight on why they agree with the kid with, with the kids but this one says i'm with the husband um i agree with the husband they need to charge those teens as adults um they chose to commit adult crimes and need to be charged accordingly this is what happens when there are no consequences to their prior criminal activities those who left ignore the obvious until they become the next victim of a crime or stand silent while another family experiences what this man is experiencing now Excuses for lawless, deprived heart and mind of teen folks are long gone. I agree. This is why the U.S. Supreme Court in 2020 reversed itself concerning sentencing minors as adults to life in prison for such crimes. Even the U.S. Supreme Court justices are tired of teens out here taking lives for no reason with no regard for human life. Those sentenced for, and you know, I'm gonna um, something that I was meaning to mention. This might go a little bit longer. If you if you want to, you can stay back a little bit. But there's a reason that um, these adults choose these children. Um, this is this is um, also a pattern I've noticed that you'll have an adult and you'll have minors, and that's because. Um, Part of what it can involve is maybe the minors will be the one who pull the trigger and or um, do more of the heinous part because they know that the the children or those kids will those teens will get off easier than the adult. And so I almost wonder with this, we will look for that pattern in the future, but I almost want to say that's part of how they think too that criminal pathology Right. And I had mentioned a while back, you know, when you talk about the black community, some of the things that disgusted me, I, I'll never forget it. I heard um, this one case where it was several adults. I think it was like four adults, three males and one one female. They were black and they were doing crime and selling guns and buying guns and doing all kinds in front of the police department. But one of the charges that they were brought up on was that they would actively recruit um, minors and or people that did not have a criminal record so that they could continue to sell and buy and sell guns. And that really bothers me. And, And I talked about how. I don't care what they're doing in other communities. Those people need to be thrown under the bus. I don't care if they're black. Like, that is so heinous to me. And they need to be punished, right? I don't think they need to be lenient with them. So it just says here, those sentenced for such crimes committed as minors, I think he meant as minors, aren't eligible for resentencing for time served or possible parole. The argument that teens' brains aren't fully developed or mature is no longer a defense or dis- excuse for murder or other violent crimes. Society as a whole has been tired and the U.S. Supreme Court is too. It says here, um, this person says, The daughter didn't learn anything from her mom if she wants her killers to be handled with kid gloves. Try them as adults, either life in prison or death penalty, as long as other inmates... Oh. No, I'm not reading that part. Mm-mm. Um, 
I just wanted to see if there's someone that can give insight to what the kids are going through. Um, let me see. Nice to see what the husband has, the common sense, and that the children, the victims' children lack. It says learning to forgive is important, but it's absolutely relevant pertaining to accountability and the appropriate punishment. Here's someone with the Bible verse. God will not be mocked. A man reaps whatever he sows. If a man sheds man's blood, by man's hand shall his blood be shed. Um, They should be charged as adults. It says they've been... Well, I don't know how I feel about this. It says they've been charging black teens as minors who's committing adult crimes for far too many decades now. Changi- changes are long overdue. Forget all of the forgiveness material. And so, you know, it's one of those things um, where I was talking about how there's collective stuff. These children should not be doing, these minors should not be committing these types of heinous crimes to begin with. I think in our community, we have a lot of cleaning up to do, right? Um, And so this whole thing about, well... I get the sense that this person was saying almost like, well, why are you locking up our kids? You're not locking up your kids. No, your kids shouldn't be doing this stuff anyways, period. That's across the board. The days of hiding in the collective and even in skin color are those days are done. Finito. Terminado. (laughs) So life without parole. Daughter's delusional. Yeah, it says they plan this so they have to take full accountability. They gave them chances, sounds like. 15 with criminal records. I'm with the husband. They didn't learn. Dude basically said, and what the kid's talking about, he want to max their asses out for his wife's memory. Can you blame him? Nope. And that's from another dude. Um... <laughs> Not reading that one. It says, um, let me see, I agree. agree with the husband. We'll send you. <laughs> this is the one. This is, this is the comment right here. You ask God for forgiveness, man will send you there to meet him. Listen, that's kind of just the energy I'm in. Like I was talking about those pearly gates. Forgiveness is for you between you and God. I am not God. I'm not Jesus. I'm not. Mm-mm. Not Jesus. There's only one Jesus. <laughs> right? <laughs> I tell that to my parents all the time. If you, <laughs> I'm not Jesus. Like, nope. <laughs> Almost done here. There's like 98 comments. Um, yeah, so no one really here talking about the inside for the children. I think the Christians are kind of keeping quiet on this one, which almost makes me kind of feel. But again, I keep going back to that John Claude, um, that case with the Amber Guy, Amber Geiger thing where the whole family like forgave him forgave her and um so it's not uncommon it's just that the christians are not in the comments right here to kind of support their partner in crime um charged as adults 
or someone else will be their victim in a couple of years. I agree. It says they can be forgiven, but they must pay for the consequences of their crime. Forgiving does not mean exempt from punishment. I think it was at First Eye Visions was talking about this. You know, it'd be one of those things where I don't think I have it in me to forgive, but I understand a little bit, right? Um, that forgiveness is for me to let go of the attachment of the mental drain um, that comes with holding on to something, right? Holding on to that pain. But it's one of those things like, I'll forgive you, but I don't really forgive you type of a thing. And I understand that it's not for me to hold on to that um, double-edged sword. But in terms of like sentencing, nah. Like I said, don't don't ever don't ever do anything to any of my family members because I will ask for the fullest to the fullest extent. And it's one of those things like, you know, God forbid, but none of the their their church pastor better not even come and try to talk me out of it because <laughs> Um Yep. They don't deserve to be back on the streets. They need to be behind bars. I'm getting a little sleepy too. So, and usually, um, with this kind of stuff, like I will watch something positive or funny before I fall asleep. So I want to make sure I do that because I don't want to fall asleep with this on my mind. <laughs> These kids wrong AF. Take out the trash. Um. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not reading that. Mm-mm. I'm not. It says, sounds very selfish. Y'all tripping with the title. Rest in peace to the wife. What's wrong with the title? There's nothing wrong with the title. What's sad? It's your own people doing it to you. Sorry for your loss. Well... The, they're black and the, the people who did this were Hispanic. But I think what he's saying is, if I'm not mistaken, these were people that were in, in her church. So they knew her. She had tried to reach out to them and rehab them. And how did they repay the kindness? They hunted her like a predator because they wanted her property. I don't know how they thought this was going to work out. Mm. If you take a life in cold blood, you lose your right to exist. I don't care how old you are. Um, so sad her kid's been bitten by the woke bug. Mm. Mm, somebody's calling it out, but it is what it is. Yeah, I bet yesterday they were... Chanting Black Lives Matter until death knocks. But again, I don't know why they're saying this unless because they are minors. I haven't seen the kids, but I think they did say their names, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see if I can go back. I'm not going to replay it, but maybe. And this is kind of rare, but unless one or two of the the minors were black and the the 20-year-old was Hispanic. But I just assumed all three of them were Hispanic. But, mm. Um, oh, if she don't, 
Listen, she said, first of all, a woman cannot be a pastor, but okay. Yeah, this is one of those Christians. So, ma'am, this this one, you can tell the junk, the junk that I had to leave. Anyways, um, talking about she couldn't be a pastor, but okay. Really, that's what you're going to leave under these people's stuff, and they're suffering a loss. And so what what if we had changed it to community leader, right? Or community outright outreach leader. Y'all, I'm sleepy, so let me try to get off of this. What? Oh yeah, that's that's just um satire. So yeah, those are just my thoughts, but I will say this too because I I do believe that each one of us play a role. I, I actually, like I said, I am becoming more comfortable in what my role is and what my voice is. And I'm comfortable with what other, that there are people that are going to have different approaches. And, um, but we do need each other. You do need the person who's going to, you know, forgive and coddle them. And, um, and I'm kind of being a little bit sarcastic, but you kind of need the, polar opposites you need the the voices of people who are gonna say you know there needs to be justice and accountability um and that's why i i don't have time to unpack it because i'm a little bit sleepy but um and i i have to kind of cut this out too because i either come on here when i'm just about to fall asleep or when i'm just waking up but um even with the 12 zodiac signs they all different represent different aspects right so when we look at the i believe i analyze i create i um you know and then all the other 12 things that come with it there's different perspectives that we all bring to the table and when you look at even like the 12 disciples they all had different things about them that they added to the table and so I would like to believe that, you know, this whole idea about forgiving them is not the right opinion. I'm aware that there's going to be other people that, you know, and obviously that's why we have these prison reform stuff. But I'm going to try to remember to just make a note in the description. I think that we finished kind of talking around the 30 minute mark. And then after that, I just went through reading the comments, um, which is how we got to this 42, 45 minute mark. But I think that I really wanted to just see, too, if there was anything about that gave just insight to what's going on with the children. If I hear anything else more, I will um, keep you posted on that. All right. Have an amazing night. If you're hearing this in the day, have an amazing day. Um, definitely after this, go and look at something funny or something motivational or just bring your frequency back up. Sage, use your rose water, Florida water, you know, um, type of a thing and, and just keep your, your frequency high and, um, allow yourself to reset because it is a little bit dark and a little bit deep and, um, not the happiest content, but all right. Love you. Bye.